0: Bless you, you hearty Northwesterners. (laughs) Pray with me. Come Holy Spirit. Open your word to us. Open our hearts. Open our ears. So that we may receive the good news of this Easter day. Amen. This past fall... I watched my husband suffer the last stages of a 15-month battle with cancer until he died in mid-October. I looked at death close up for the first time in my life. Death was stunning in its cruel finality. It was ugly and awful, and it took away my beloved Scott. The separation that comes from death is devastating. When you can't talk to your loved one or touch them any longer, you think of a million things you want to say to them one more time. But they're gone and so you grieve. I don't think I ever needed to believe in the resurrection of Jesus more than I have in the past few months. In our scripture today, Jesus says to his disciples, You will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. Jesus is speaking to his disciples during what is called his farewell discourse. They have just celebrated his last supper with them, and now Jesus gives them instructions and warnings for what is to come. Jesus knows what will happen the next day. He knows he will be taken and killed. But Jesus is not concerned about himself, but about his followers, that they be strengthened and do not lose hope. He knows they are already grieving about the thought of losing him. And so he tries to comfort them by telling them grief does not have the last word. Jesus understands grief. He knows what it's like to lose a friend to death, he knows what it's like to be betrayed, abandoned, and misunderstood. He knows how much it can hurt this side of heaven. But even in the midst of our heaviest sorrows, he promises joy. But how can we have joy when everything looks so hopeless? What the world calls joy can be anything from driving a new car, to watching your favorite basketball team win a championship, to spending an evening out with friends. There's even a very expensive perfume called joy. The dictionary defines joy as a feeling or state of great delight or happiness. And on that first Easter morning when the disciples see Jesus again, they most definitely felt that kind of joy. But Jesus is talking about a more permanent kind, one that cannot be taken away. This kind of joy is much deeper and cannot be affected by circumstances that change. It doesn't shift with our moods or daily events Or whatever happens to the stock market? With our world in flux right now, it seems like we can't count on anything to last. Yet Jesus promises a joy that no one can destroy. Jesus promises this joy to those who put their trust in him. This joy doesn't sugarcoat the bad things that can happen to us. It doesn't magically remove all of our trials. But it can be the byproduct of suffering itself. God can transform our suffering into something meaningful. God can transform us into new people people more like him. Jesus calls us to surrender all and in return receive love, grace, and joy for all eternity. There is a strange connection between grief, suffering, and joy. In our scripture reading Jesus uses an example of a woman giving birth to a child. The woman suffers through the labor of having a baby. But when the baby comes, she forgets the pain for the joy of new life. The disciples would have heard a deeper meaning in this story. For in Hebrew scriptures, a woman in childbirth was the very symbol For how God would bring salvation to his people through the Messiah. The birth of the child reflects the new life that God would bring the world. As Jesus prepares his disciples for the grief and suffering to come, they would have remembered those old promises of old. That God would bring something new out of their anguish. New birth is always painful, but joyous in the end. God's plan to restore his creation would be accomplished through the mystery of his son dying on a cross. What Jesus is saying to the disciples and over their shoulders to us is this. The joy will come from Jesus being raised from the dead. This is the kind of joy that changes not only us, but the entire world. This is no ordinary joy, but something much more powerful. Not only through Jesus is death defeated, but God's new creation has begun. This dark world of sorrow and suffering has been broken into with a great, bright hope. Jesus is alive. The suffering of Jesus on the cross gives meaning to all of our suffering. Even when the pink slip comes or we can't pay our mortgage. Or our marriages hit the rocks. Or we struggle with loneliness, depression, and brokenness. Or we lose our loved ones to disease and death. Jesus suffers with us in our suffering. He not only brings us comfort, but transforms us into a more perfect reflection of God. Jesus offers us a brand new life and a new way to see. As I watched my husband die, I had to let go and give him back to God. Scott had to let go too. He had to let go of his earthly life. But death doesn't have the final word. Jesus changed all of that for good grief may break your heart and it does break your heart but it also can break your heart wide open I was given a new way to see and now when I visit those who are sick and dying I'm not the same person I was. God is changing me. A few months ago, I didn't think joy was still possible. Now I know it is, even in the midst of grief. God does not promise that we will never suffer, but he does promise that he will be with us through it. God will redeem our suffering and transform us into new people. There is a paradox in that idea of joy coming out of suffering. That even in the midst of trials, we can stand on something rock solid. We can't always count on the shifting sands of happiness. But we can rely on the joy that is ours forever. Because God showed us how much he loved us by sending us his son. Why can't our joy be taken away from us? Because Jesus is raised from the dead. That means he lives and nothing can separate us from him again. Nothing not even death, our last enemy. Jesus has conquered the worst life can bring us. Friends, hear the good news. Grief is only for a moment, but joy is ours forever. We can face the deepest, darkest suffering because Jesus has defeated death He's been raised from the dead and lives again in those who put their trust in him. As the Apostle Paul tells us, we do not grieve as those with no hope, for we have hope in Christ. Jesus said, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again, and you will rejoice And no one will take away your joy. No one. And so we stand here in this cold, wet morning air at the dawn of this Easter day. We find an empty tomb, a risen Savior, and a joy that's ours forever. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Christ is risen indeed. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are in awe of how deep your love is. Yet you do not love us from far off, but you sent your Son to live among us and die for us and pay for our sin. Fill us with your Spirit, your love, and your joy forever make us new people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.